Hello, hello, hello. This is another episode of the Mental Threads Podcast. I'm here with my guest, Love Ivy. Is it Love Ivy or just Ivy? It's Love Ivy, yeah. Yeah, Love Ivy. And I think I spoke to another person who spoke well of you, uh, MJR, if you know. Say that again? MJR. Do you know any producer by the name of MJR? No, no. Not sure. Are you sure? Okay, okay. MJR? MJR. Like, it was like one episode. Maybe you might know him from my Instagram. Maybe oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Now it's coming back to yeah, you. Yeah, I know you're talking about. You're talking about Keith. Marquise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know him as Marquise. Yeah, well, I just yeah, know him yeah. as MJR. I did an episode with him a couple of while ago. You guys yeah, like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's my dude right there. Yeah, yeah, man. I met him at a gas station. Actually, Um, I just pulled up to the gas station playing my song out loud. And he was like, that's you? I was like, yeah, man. He was like, nah. I was like, yes, it is, man. Huh? Check me out. And he took my number down and everything. And that's when I found out he was a producer, an engineer as well. So we just linked up from there. All right, cool. You said producer and engineer. So I know we're talking about the same person. I'm, like, I'm just yeah. always like, are we sure we're talking about the same person? It's like, yeah, sure. You're from Philly, Philadelphia? That's yeah, what you're yeah. Okay, yeah. Now we're, no, we're talking about like the same it. person. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah no, we, we really got into a deep conversation about a certain uh, trends in like, um, the rap game and everything. And just a lot of things he doesn't like and everything. Exactly. But like, I hear his beats too. Like, he literally played it in the car with me and everything. And I'm like, bro, like, this is like some industry level type stuff. Exactly, exactly. So it's like, well, it's good to have like tapping in with like a lot of y'all right now and everything because I feel like in the next five years from now a lot of us might be in a completely different spot completely that's, that's, that's and we can look at back at a lot of these episodes and be like wow like this is where our mindset was before we really like took off like I ain't trying to be on some like braggadocious type shit I'm just saying it's like, like people that work hard you're gonna get somewhere and stuff of that nature but uh, you know on to you and everything because we'll be talking about other people all day um, but it's like were you uh, born and raised in Charlotte? No I'm actually from uh, North New Jersey originally but I spent like half my life down here in Rock Hill, South Carolina, in Charlotte. So I, I say it's 50 50. Okay, a little 50 50. And why you like it out here? Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get better in my hometown, yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. So it's like you and uh, MGR were pretty much from up north, basically. You from New, New Jersey and him from, like, Philly and everything. There's a lot of people from up north that be coming down to North Carolina. Uh, what, what, what was your case for coming down here in North Carolina? Um, I actually have family that moved uh, from up north down here a long time ago. And I also have family that was original down here, way in Chester, you know, South Carolina. So we were always, like, around, you know. Oh, okay. So you just had relatives that stayed here long before. Did your family originally come from North Carolina and then some went to up north and then they came down here? Or then some people just went down there and they say, I like it out here? I said it's 50-50. You got a half of my dad's side, um, half of his, uh, my grandfather, uh, sister's was that born down here and he was born up in North, uh, North New Jersey as well so it's like 50-50 oh, okay alright cool how would you describe like the changes and everything from New Jersey to like you know North Carolina besides the weather I know I like, hear it be cold some days then it'd be like warm some days then it'd be cold some days it'd be kind of warm some days I'm like okay what do I wear today and everything Facts. But it, or it's like New York it's like okay just wear a jacket and like that's it basically is that what it was like up north not up north um it's more like you get which exactly what it's gonna say you know um if it's cold, it's going to be cold. You know when it's going to be cold. If it's hot, it's going to be hot. Shit, even some, you only get a little bit of hot up north. So that's why we um, really have a lot of cold clothes. You know, you see everybody wearing jeans a lot of times and whatnot. But down here, yeah, it's way off uh, with the weather, most definitely. But the pace is slower. So if you're, you're like, used to a fast pace, coming to the uh, Carolinas, like, you would adapt quicker. You feel me? So that's what happened with me. I adapt quicker to the slower pace. Okay. So it's like from a faster paced environment to a slower paced environment. Would you say it kind of like it's more like a strength for you, like a like a, something that kind of like helps you adapt? Basically, what you're saying. 
Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, that and also, I mean, just who I am, I feel like I, as a person, um, I just, I mean, I'm able to adapt, you know, and I mean, how I was able to adapt to my environment is by the uh, things around it and the people around it. So, I mean, that was always never a problem for me. So I can go to, like, fucking Arkansas right now, you know, and adapt, you know. I don't know about Arkansas. I mean, heck, I'm like a, I'm a North Carolina dude and everything. I'm trying to relocate to probably D.C. and everything of that nature. I got family in Philadelphia. And so it's like, you know, up north, it's not too, too unfamiliar and whatnot. But it's like I'm kind of familiar with it because a lot of my friends come from there, too. So it's like, you know, like I tap in with them a lot and everything. So it's just like, you know, it's just I feel like that's kind of like the place I feel like I would serve a little bit better at. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I'm very goal oriented. So it's like I feel like there's always shit going on over there. Not saying nothing go down here either and everything. It is good to change your scenery. You kind of get used to it, you feel me, being down here a little bit. Like I said, it's a slower pace, you know, so it takes a while for things to catch up here. So if you adapt to it, you're trying to wait for the next wave, for the next wave. Compared to other places like up north, it's a way faster pace. There's always something new up there. Out there in Cali, it's something new. Texas, you know, Florida, further you go in south, it's like we're kind of in the middle, you know, to where we got everything coming from up north and south is hitting us late, you know, so... But yeah, that's basically. I mean, me personally, I would like to be inside uh, like Texas. Uh, you yeah, know, a lot of people are talking, speaking well about Texas. Like, oh, I want to go to Houston. I want to go down here, and it's like you know, I I've seen the houses. Like they got some pretty big houses with that and stuff land. of that nature. But it's the like land it's crazy out there. The land is definitely crazy. Yeah, out there. that's why I want to really get typed in for real because I'd be hearing so many great things, you know, from the club and everything of that nature. And I'm like, okay, what's up? Why did Houston like just sit under our noses for a while? Was it really always popping out there like that, or is it just some? Like a big nah. trend out of nowhere? Like, what's up? Hell no. Nah. Houston always been the shit. Yeah, Houston always been just like we was kids, you know? I mean, we ain't really know much of it, you know? We just knew about probably down south, you feel me, California, as far as in the West Coast. I mean, you don't really know too much about Texas as far as in it being big as hell as a kid, you know? So, yeah, but... And besides all their foods are kind of supersized and everything, I'd be thinking like maybe like the dude from Doug Dimmadome and shit like that. Like yeah. that's what I'd be thinking. Like you know, a bunch of rich Southern motherfuckers. No cap. I be I believe when they say everything is big in Texas, like they purposely like do that shit like on purpose. You know, like for no reason, a big ass slice of cheese, like for no reason. But yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and then also the uh, fun fact did you know that all the most of the tigers that are like you know kept in like out of their environment or everything are usually kept in like Texas. Like a lot, like in their backyards and shit. I don't know if it's the Tiger King, the Tiger King. What was his name? Uh, Joe Exotic, being one of them. Tiger King dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think he's one of the people that like be like saving a lot of those tigers at one place. It's legal. It's yeah, legal. Yeah, like from them just buy a freaking tiger. And it's like, I guess one nigga just bought a tiger. Nah, it's like, I, I mean, that kind of influenced me even more to go to Texas. <laughs> I mean, I would not mind getting a tiger, dude. I mean, by the time it gets like you know a little. Within size, you know, I'll definitely give him up. But yeah, yeah, I'll definitely get a tiger, dude. That'd be interesting having like an exotic animal. But like, how do you even like? How do you even like start a trend with like exotic? Maybe like one dude like probably like tigers. Like yeah, sure. But then it's like a bunch of groups of people want to like hold a tiger in their backyard. Shit, it's like the same thing with ferrets. You know, like same thing with um bearded dragons. You know, snakes, dude. I see a dude like with a pet black mamba. Like what the fuck? Like why? Yeah, but then it's like snakes and ferrets and then a big ass fucking tiger though. Understand? Understand? Like, you know, I mean, if you look at it, it's dogs that's that big. You know, bigger okay. than that. You know, so I mean, you kind of look at it as if it depends on 
how you train it, I guess. But I mean, at the same time, once that instinct kick in, you feel me? That's what something you always got to keep in your mind. Like, that is a fucking tiger. You feel me? At the end of the day, like, yeah, I love you, little Benny, but you are a fucking tiger. You know, let me keep this close to me. I'm just thinking about the conversations and everything. Like, just somebody just bought a tiger. It's like, what? You got a tiger? Like, I want to get a tiger. It's like, and then somebody gets two tigers and be like, I'm not gonna let this faggot out tiger me. Like what? <laughs> like they just like Texas be going crazy. I don't know what to do. Not gonna out tiger me. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, on um, on to like other things. God, we've been talking about a whole lot of other stuff, like been twice and stuff like that but back to you again because i know you came into charlotte like about like what age were you in adolescence or like were you like a kid how old was you? um i say like 14 oh, about 14 okay so you're like you're at the beginning at adolescence kind of like you know you're like 12 yeah. so it's like that gave you a little bit of, how old are you now i'm 27 okay so you're 27 yeah. so you've been here for like a little minute yeah minute. i mean it's still been like back and forth because it's been times where i went right back up north mm. you know doing these doing some of them years so Okay. Yeah. Just double. Just to ask you, uh, what high school did you go to? Rock Hill High. Oh, you went to Rock Hill. Oh, so you're in South Carolina. Okay, yeah, I got family yeah. in South, South in Rock Hill right now. Yeah, I went to Rock Hill High, man. Bearcats, man. Oh, okay. And how was that experience for you and everything? Like being like a New York, a New Jersey person going to like a South Carolina high school. I feel like it was like um, eye opening. I mean, of course, going through it as a youngin, unless like, I mean, you're really listening to what your parents say, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 look at it later and be like, damn, dude, that that I did learn from this. I did learn from that. It, of course, a lot of the schoolwork you don't like use later on in life, but a lot of experience you just had in high school growing up within them like years. You know, you look back and learn from all you can learn from then and there. And I mean, to me personally, if I never went to uh, Rock Hill High, I feel like I would have never like became a became an artist because. At school, I used to, like, do little, like, dumbass sayings and everything. Like, just be in the hallway, be like, baby, you feel me? Next thing you know, everybody else would be, baby. Like, so, I mean, I, I just coming out of high school, I was like, man, I used to, like, do stupid shit, and everybody used to pick up on it, bro. Like, what if I actually, like, tried to put, like, words to it, you know, and made it into a song and made it something serious? So, I did it, you know. I became an artist, and off of that, I mean, I kept going going with it so it just started as just something it was just like a fun thing to do and it just became a part of you basically over time it was more of a challenge a, cha- a challenging thing for me i want to challenge myself you know like can you do this because my boys at that time was making songs around me and like i used to ask them yo let me get on your song let me get on your song and like i mean they it was like three of them that was already making music so they already had like a little group and a little thing going even though we were all boys but they used to like just put me off to the side so i'm like man fuck this man i'm gonna go ahead and make my own song you know so i went to the studio and made uh, a song called Batman and Robin that's on my SoundCloud and um off of that dude I mean people like I got way more likes than what I thought I was gonna get you know so they was like yo 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 I'm like alright they just gassed me up to go ahead and make another one made another one they was like okay okay so from there I just kept going dude like I'm like I love doing this bro like I really love doing this and after I learned how to like actually let some of like my pain off and like the stress off with it, you know, use it as an actual reliever, bro. It, it was just like, I felt like it was a calling. 
Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's really, really cool. No, I can really relate to a lot of that, man, because, like, a lot of my friends also did music, too, and I was writing music since I was, like, I want to say, not to say writing, but writing poetry since I was, like, in seventh grade and stuff of that nature. I got to high school. So, like, people realized that I had a talent and everything, but then they would, like, kind of push me off because, like, you know, you'd be, like, uh, associating with the ops and shit like that. So, oh, I can't be too close to them and all the ops. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's weird. But then, like, they'll try to drop music, but then they don't take it as seriously as I would take it and everything because I, I see, like, there's a business aspect there's a brand awareness aspect you know i'm a business right. student so right. it's like all this stuff intrigues me and everything so it's like they don't carry it because they ain't got the passion to carry it a little bit further and everything where it's like for me like i dropped my first mixtape like uh okay this is 2022 like last year and everything and it was just like you know i, I dropped 12 tracks in one mixtape and everything so i was like not playing around with this and then it got like thousands of views on like soundcloud also and that which really threw me off guard i'm like oh okay shit okay so i can really do something right, with this right, 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 and then right. they didn't really really take it past like some people did like one out of people were like okay they're still dropping music then the other people are like oh no you can't do this oh you can't do that and then they don't do shit with nothing you know so it's like you know it's really just like once you have a passion for something your passions are always going to carry you, like, right. regardless. That's a fact. I mean, and like, yeah. as you see, as you, uh, the people you were around, like, your passion and, and how you felt for something was different. I mean, everybody got their own thing, but nowadays you see everybody, they want it easy. You know, so, like, they want it quick. So they figure if I do exactly what you're doing, I can get it the same way. You know, instead of actually locking into themselves, bro, you feel me? That's the hard part. You feel me? The hard part is beneficial. You feel me? So, I mean, a lot of people wanted it the easy way. Like I said, they wanted it the easy way. So, they don't want to do the hard part, which are locking in themselves. So, I mean, like, you probably was just coming across that type of energy, you know? A lot of people who just wanted it to happen, you know, right then and there, bro. And it wasn't. You know, you got to put that work in. You got to go down a little bit. You got to not get attention, you know, sometimes, bro. You feel me? So... Yeah, and I wouldn't want it to blow up like just automatically. Like I actually want to refine your craft at the same time. So it's like the more you do it, the better you get at it, and everything. You know, you know, Fifty Cent was dropping mixtapes long before he like got to get Richard Die Trying. Like you know, J Cole had songs out long before twenty fourteen for Sales Drive. Or, you know, a freaking a born center and everything. And just things of that nature. It's just like, you know, it's like that's that comes with the passion. Like it's not about getting somewhere or getting to a certain side. It's about trying to reach your goals and then like really trying to let the art speak for itself over time. Like your work ethic should be able to speak for you. So it's just like, you know, like yeah, yeah I can relate to a whole lot of that in regards. And it's just like, you know, like yeah. So like when it comes to this whole music thing and everything, I know you already drop like two projects, right? And everything. Your first Project. What was the name of your first project? Alone. What? Alone. Oh, and really, what was your inspiration for that project? Alone. Um, my life. To be real, just my life in general. Um, the depression. That's what really um made me write that track. That uh, I said that track, that mixtape right there. Um, it was just me showing my vulnerability. I guess. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't. Re- I'm not too familiar with that because, like, right when you pulled up and everything, I think I listened to the first two songs and everything, and just to get a vibe of it and everything. Because I listened to your second album and everything, like something like like Black Roses and stuff of that nature. Like, it was just really, really good stuff. Really, really good stuff. Oh, what's that? What's the name of your second project again? Because I like literally just played on Hybrid. Hybrid. So Alone and then Hybrid. Right. Right. Okay. Well, what do you think was the uh, inspiration for Hybrid? Um, well, um, when I, when I got with my team, you know, my managers, um, shout out to free CEO. Um, when I got with my managers, um, we got together and they was like, all right, we made up a game plan, you know, and it was like, it's time to introduce the world to love IV. 
you know, so it's time to like really, really let's get serious and show them who you are, you know. So with the with that, we took the best tracks that we had, you know, far as in what we what we had in that type of catalog and we came out with the hybrid, you know. I mean, that was basically was 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 really how we decided to like lay that track out. Um inspiration behind it, like I said, was just showing the world me. Like, yo, this is me and it's no gimmick or anything about it. Like who I am, who I'm talking to. Like y'all hear me right now? I'm the same person off of the screens, you know, off of the cameras, off of the mic, you know, I'm the same person. So, I mean, that's basically what it was. So it was basically like a resume or a portfolio and everything, like a collaboration of like, uh, no, like a, like a, what's that word I'm trying? I don't want to say culmination. It's like a group of songs that you already worked on beforehand and everything. And you just kind of no, put it on one project. No, no, um, no. Some, uh, like I say, I probably have one song, mm. two songs, you know, that I probably worked on beforehand, but uh, all of them was that. The rest of them was just like done during the time, you know, as time go by and everything. We just put them together, you know. But at the same time, me, sometimes I don't like dropping freshly new songs. I like to sit on me for a little bit, you know, and that's, that's I mean, that's that's part of music, you know. Okay. That's a part of the music game. You have an ass of songs. And I mean, you can have a song that you made 10 years ago. Nobody else heard that. That's new to them. You know, you feel me? Old as hell to you, but new to them. You know, for some reason, when you drop a song that is old, uh, like just when you drop a song, dude, it just sounds better, dude, than when you like holding on to it. So, yeah, I mean, that's what's my fault. That's basically what it was, you know. Um, and like I said, I wonder the message behind that was my music is very different, you know, in every last type of genre and wave, right? You know, and it's still you yeah, bring you in, like. If you start rocking here, like, especially I never heard, but it's fire, you feel me? It definitely fire, so my music is definitely different, so I was trying to make a message behind it by, like, be yourself. Yeah. You feel me? Like, with you being yourself, you feel me? You will still profit from it. Like, you was, even if, even if you don't get a lot of people's attention, you still was yourself. Before you die, you can say, bro, I was myself. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You Authenticity know? is, like, one of the best parts of being, like, an artist and everything is that vulnerability. And everything. But what were you saying again? Just in general. Like, even if you wanted to, like, pick up trash on the street, you know? But, I mean, you don't do it. You feel me? Because of you feel like somebody will say something about, about it. Like, why are you cleaning up the streets, bro? Be yourself, bro. Go pick up the trash, bro. You feel me? If you want to sit and look like this, bro, why you go to work or paint this? I'll do anything, you feel me? That's basically what the message I was, like, trying to be. Be yourself. Everybody is different. You feel me? Like, not, oh, shit. Everybody look at me like, oh, he different. He didn't know, bro. I just was myself. It's not everybody want to be the same, so it's looking like y'all group over there. And then I'm like, no, bro, because if you was yourself, you'll be standing over there. You was yourself, shit, be standing over there. You feel me? Everybody be like, okay, okay, okay. This is what happens when you be yourself. You end up, Yeah, so basically that's what the message I was also trying to put behind hybrid. And the craziest thing about, you know, being authentic and being yourself, as you say, is like it's very liberating at the same time. You know, it's like I feel like you kind of enslave yourself, you know, to a system when it's just like, you know, you feel like you got to be something or put yourself in a box when you can just be yourself. Uh, but there are, are there is going to come like struggles when it comes to stuff like that, because we do live in like a time where it's like a lot of songs are kind of more like the same and everything. So it's like it's a strength and it can be a weakness because like maybe a lot of people might not be used to your song, used to your sound and everything. 
so like you know people like Tyler the creator are very it could really inspire people to want to be more like themselves too because like he went through so many different phases to like where he's at right now where so like, he put like some of the best content yeah and he's 30 just 30 yeah, and the dude's a legend now I mean that's also when you come with originality dude I mean when you're original bro you feel me that's that's what happens I mean when when the first person that made a can mm-hmm. that shit was amazing nothing will ever be better than the first time the first person made a can no matter how many cans get made nothing will ever be better. when you're original dude it, it just hits different bro you feel me so anybody that gimmicks off of it, it could be a dude with a nice ass flow like Tyler Creators and end up making it but nothing will be better than the original dude you feel me and that comes with being yourself you feel me you end up yeah, yeah. we were all made differently you feel me you just got to tap into yourself. You feel me? That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah, tapping into yourself is very crucial on being an artist. I feel like, you know, you got to feel for people who really can't really tap into their own inner creativity. Like, imagine being that bland forever and everything. Like, you know, like, I feel like everybody has their own struggles and battles to fight and everything. And I feel like that's where a lot of artists kind of get their artistry from is that negativity and trying to turn into a positive. And, th- and that's what I use, like, with my art and everything, with poetry and everything. You're going through a shitty time, you know, predominantly uh, white institutions and everything. Valentine plantations. I don't know what my mom was thinking. I dropped me there. But, hey, it is what it is and everything. And it's just, like, it's just, I just realized as a young child and everything, it really helped kind of build that survival instinct in me to really, like, you know, I can really go within myself. I can really uh, vent out uh, within myself. This is my therapy. This is my way to really um, or to really uh, rationalize a lot of my depression and stuff of my that nature, anxiety and stuff of that nature. It, it gives you, like, the strength of insight, self-reflectiveness, and that stuff. That will really carry you, like, in your career where people can really relate to you on that exactly. level exactly. and stuff of that nature. So, so I know you spoke about, like, mental that you were, like, depressed during that time, which you really don't have to go into detail about why you're depressed about and everything, but how do you feel like uh, music, in, in a sense, uh, helps you in regards to your depression and helps you kind of, like, vent out or express yourself? Um, I mean, like, I express, I can, like, actually talk about it through music, you know, and, like, they always say, like, when you're going through something, talk about it, like, whether it's writing it down, as you write it down, you're saying it in your head. You know, so you're talking about it, you know. I mean, you even if you call somebody this and the third music, I always like felt like it was speaking to me. Like when I'm even as a kid when I used to feel some type of way, you know, I go to a song or whatnot and it'll just like make me feel some type of way, dude, and it'll calm me down, you know. And I was like, Shit, dude, I can probably do that. I can probably like be my own muse, you know, and in and, and my own shoulder, you know, so I end up like making music you know like working with frequencies and creating like crazy sounds with colliding genres and everything you know so um and it ended up working like it's working as mm-hmm. <laughs> we all it's actually working dude and like i mean that's basically like being being depressed is solving it dude it's like really solving my depression dude like actually seeing me help other people you know the other day um, i'm not gonna say who but i sat there and watched one of my family members cried to like two of my songs, dude, you know, and then walked in the house and was like, thank you, you know? So, I mean, that's right there, but it's strong and deep to me. That's what I'd really do it for, bro. You feel me? Not just, yeah, bro, when it, when it comes, bro, I take care of people I, that I need to take care of, you know, but I really do it to actually like, like I say, like help the inner you, not the outer you. Be yourself, you know, find the outlet for that. 
You you have it. Trust me. You just have to look at your outlet's probably not like that person outlet, you know. But you have it. You know. You just gotta find it, and that's basically what the music did for me. You know. That's great. That's a great way to really like express yourself uh, to that degree and everything for like to know that your family members can listen to your music and they can actually shed a tear. You know, crying that ain't no joke, man. Like you're crying, that's like you're really like that's your soul Grown trying to man. cleanse itself. Grown man. Grown man. How how old are we saying? Like what? He like what? Thirty. Yeah. Twenty nine. No, he'd be thirty on the twenty seventh. Yeah, thirty. No, seriously, that, that's crazy, man. It's just like, but it's just like, but that is just that's the power of music in general. Like, it can really bring you through like uh, some of your toughest moments and everything. You know, like how many we can think about all types of Eminem songs, Fifty Cent songs, beats, dude. It's like yeah. if you if you really look into it, dude. It's like the sounds, dude. Like how the how they're put together, how they follow after each other. You know, like like it's like a language, like hieroglyphics, but in in sound. You feel me? And and it's speaks to your body you know like i like i tell everybody your muscles and, and your body they, they move and they and they vibrate that's that's what those music does you feel me your body so when you when they say you feeding your body don't be listening to that you know how our parents used to be like don't be listening to that music you're feeding your body that devil music isn't the, they not lying they're not i mean they probably didn't think about it scientifically because it was probably something that was just said to them but scientifically do like they're probably not lying, dude. You feel me? So I mean, definitely not. Definitely not lying, especially the way how the world is now with a lot of the music that's put out and everything. I mean, Takeoff literally just got murdered over a dice game and stuff of that nature. We the whole genre is forgot about yeah. PNB rock. No, dead ass. Like even like somebody you 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 watch Blackie speaks on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that, he said it too himself. Like, it's literally crazy. Like they they it's like like I was like I was telling my girl. You know, it's like. The way we value a life is great. I mean, dude, I thought it would never, like, I mean, we watch movies where the end of the world and they were eating people and everything and they didn't care. Niggas just blow person head off, take the damn wife out of nowhere, you know, and that's what we'd be like, okay, that's when it's going to get like that. Dude, we're slowly watching it. Like, look how much uh, the most precious thing in the world is valued now. It's held to a material, like, like type of, like, price, dude. You feel me? Like, you were literally... You see people like posting stuff like that. They take take somebody hit off of five bands. Like, Lord, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you like the music. It is five bands though. I know. Like, don't kill nobody. Or I know it's a mean stuff, but don't kill nobody. Yeah, over. dude. I mean, five thousand dollars is chump. That's not nothing. That's that's like two months of bills if you if you prioritize it right. You know. But um, yeah. I mean, like like. The music is 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 so powerful nowadays. Like if people pay attention, the music have a big ass influence in the way the world runs today, bro. You know, and as they say, as I'm gonna just speak on this as like black people, we need to get out, get our shit back, and get get back on it, dude. We've been had it. Everybody is following us, but in a negative way. And not even the matter of a negative uh, way, but I feel like a lot of these music executives really push that music, like, strictly. Like, music, like, low vibrational. Like, killer music, drug-using music, all that stuff. It's a very low bri- vibrational. And it does a very bad impact on the younger generation, too. Like, for instance, Juice World looked up the future. And Future talked about nothing but drugs. And he barely does drugs. And now, now where Juice World is. You know, it's sad, but that's the word it is, you know? I was telling, I was telling my uh, girl that, because we was comparing Juice to X, you know, and... um. I was like, uh, yeah, Juice, he was a great artist, dude. I mean, 
great artist and as you see he does he does i think he sells more than x right he sells way more than x i believe xx uh tentacion um no it's not comparative they're still legends regardless uh, yeah i'm just saying like far as in the inf- that shows the influence that he has on the world then like then what x has you know based on how many streams and you know what what he has with the revenue he has coming in from that that's basically what i'm saying so look at the message that he was spinning look at the message that x was spinning look what's more influence was being fed more you know so I mean, it's it's but it's also at the same time, bro. We know what's right and what's wrong. Like I know for a fact that I'm a good artist, bro. I could use my voice for straight R and B and sex talk and all that. Yeah. I can just make rap music. You feel me? Talk about killing this and third. It's not like I mean I'm from North New Jersey, dude. But we know the right from wrong. So it's just if you choose to, you know. So I mean, like we're the shepherd that's casting the sheep astray, dude. At the end of the day, so that's basically what it is. We know the right from wrong. That's why everybody will get punished. That's why I feel like uh, you will get punished regardless if you want to look into the religion way, you know. But uh, you, everybody will get punished, dude. You feel me? Far as in like because they're no, you knowing of it now. Yeah, as a kid, you, you as you, they say, you, you're closer to the higher up or whatnot because you're not knowledgeable of things. You're not knowledgeable of nothing. You feel me? Like, so, so you wouldn't even do some things that, that you actually see these people knowledgeable of these things, you know? Dude, that's how you know, oh, when I'm mad, you feel me? Because you have seen this person do it. Now you're knowledgeable of it. Now you know it's bad, you feel me? Like, that's what I'm saying. So it's just, just it's just us. Yeah, yeah. It's really sad because what goes around comes around and that energy you put out is going to come back to you three times as hard. If you talk about killing all the time, it's going to come back to you mad, mad hard and everything. Even with Tupac and everything, you know, Tupac's a very good example because, like, you know, he, he went to school in Baltimore for the arts where he met Jada Pinkett, of course, and everything. So he had some acting chops, which led him to doing uh, movies also, but he was also talented for sure. Like that was his main thing was music right. at the same time. And for him to be locked in with Death Row Records and saying he was locked in with the Bloods and stuff of that nature, you know. And then it's just like it led to an altercation just to go watch his friend Mike Tyson like knock somebody out in a second at like Las Vegas. Who will get anybody hyped to be honest? Like Mike Tyson right. fights, you, you're gonna want to punch right. somebody in the face. And then it's just like you end up getting into an altercation with, with some other guy that's known for killing people. But you didn't tap in with that area to really know who was who. And next thing you know, you beat him. He comes back. He takes your whole life away and everything. And people assume that's one big conspiracy when really it was just, it was just a prolonged nigga moment when you really Basically, think about it. Yeah. Basically, yeah, I mean, that's the best way to put it, to be real, in the most blunt way to put it. So, yeah, I would definitely say that. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I bet that's just the clean way to put it. It's just the influence that you have, you know, and the message that you spit out. Definitely with that. Get it back. You're gonna get it back for it back. And what type of messages with your music are you trying to pretty much push? Are you pushing on the lines of like healing and everything? On lines that just you know high vibrations. Like what what type of vibes are you shooting for? I'm I'm just trying to like push it. Yeah, definitely high vibrations, of course. Um, but at the same time, I'm trying to like. I'm not perfect. Okay. So some of my songs will have like a low vibration, which probably have a high vibration as well to it, like with an 808 to it, with with a, a, a soft harmony type, like choir type, like me- melody in the background, you know? So I'll probably switch it up or whatnot. That's just showing that, I mean, I'm able to like admit it, dude. Like, yo, I'm not, I'm not perfect, but what's the name? And it sounds good, dude. It sounds good, you know? And it, my messages in any of my songs, bro, it's just me and my life, dude. Like me speaking the dead truth, 
you know, about how I'm going through things and uh, how I look at certain situations, you know, and it's also me looking at other people's uh, life and how they choose to do situations or whatnot. I probably throw that in the track as well, bro, you know, so it's just my life. It's, at the end of the day, I viewed it, you know, and I, I feel like I've seen that for me to intake that to learn from it, you know, so most definitely and songs like that are important because it's like it's going to teach people to actually be more self-reflective and be more self-aware in regards to what their actions are and know how to process their emotions as opposed to like oh like this guy disrespected you this one this way you gotta take his life away now right. or you gotta scrap it now right. and everything you know it's just like i i had one of my friends uh friends and everything um jaya slt rest in peace like he was the artist i was rising show i don't know if you heard of jaya slt and everything okay well if you haven't found time be sure to look him up um, but dude literally got killed this year also and everything. And dude was really getting up there and everything. And then it's just like somebody just pulled up on the side and shot him. And that was it. So it's like this jealousy factor, all that to go in hand oh, in hand. Yeah. You talking about, uh, you talking about, he used to work uh, at my old job. I know you talking, he had the dreads. Yeah. Yellow dreads. With the gold, with the gold. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. You know, Joe? Yeah. He used to work at my job. And yeah, how before, do you not remember? Before, I never even met him in yeah, person. Before, before he blew up, he worked at a, he used to work at our job or not. Well, I, my old job, but her current job, yeah. Okay, well, just keep in mind. Okay, it's just, uh, I guess we all just know each other, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I bet he knows sleepwalking, SLT, and everything, and the mm-hmm. whole SLT camp. No, nah, I just knew knew of him, you know, that uh-huh. the fact that, I mean, he was working here, and then he just, you know, shot up, you know, which, I mean, I was proud, you know, that I see somebody come from Printful, what's his name? But the fact that that happened, that was just crazy, dude. Yeah, but uh, he was young, man. Dude had his whole life, and then the niggas just got jealous, which is just like, which is a situation we all face. If you're like an artist that's actually competent, you're gonna come across some people that is, are gonna straight hate on you to the point where they're gonna want to take your life away, which is weird because it's just like we have all the same 24 hours. You can apply yourself too if you want to go with this thing or do whatever. Like there's jealousy. That's a weird emotion, man. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that right there, dude. Like I mean, that's what scares. I know her mind is going crazy right now because she stayed talking about it. I mean we, they all talk about it you know so um I, I me personally I don't try to tap into that type of energy but I know for a fact that it exists you know I know for a fact that it exists and um I'm, I'm I mean I do experience it but I still don't try to tap into it you know I got some people you know that smile on my face but don't do anything else you feel me talk shit behind my back and everything but I mean I just keep it going you know I try not to even pay attention you know, you want to keep doing that in a Oh, well. Yeah, man, that's that's weird, man. Maybe like some straight gang stalkers, man. They're just trying to find whatever they can find to really try to drag you down. And it's like, dude, like focus on yourself and everything. It's just like, cause it's like, I'm, I'm such at a place right now where it's like, you know, there's always going to be an issue that you're going to have. There's always going to be a goal to focus on. Like, whether right. it's the podcast thing, whether if I want to work hard to get back in the studio, I just started this new job. Right. Again, like there's always some bullshit going on, like right. for me to focus on some other dude or what he's doing or however, you know, I feel like when people really start realizing or start understanding the power of gratitude and everything then more things are more willing to come into their life you know what i'm saying like i can't help but be grateful i can't i got a roof over my head my brother's alive my brother's good i'm not in prison it's wonderful fact. like you know like my people yeah sure like my grandfather passed like this year which is sad but it's like at the same token like i'm still here he still lives through me and everything you know like once you still have have a mindset where it's just more abundant more more gratitude base and everything more things are willing to come into your life you know that's just how my i see it so it's like being jealous is like whack because you don't know people's life story or where they get into or they get into and next thing you know it's just like 
it's like you might be going through some things but you're not trying to are you trying to work to like make it better or are you just gonna sit down and hate on somebody else you know it's like you know it's like what's your response to situations like that like in this day and age like far as in a jealousy dude i mean it's just it is a big thing i mean it is a big thing that's going on far as in just i mean i want to say in the ethnic community Mm -hmm. i mean because you don't really hear like white on white crime because of this or Oh, this thing, it does, it does exist. It does, does it I does. Mean, there's not a culture behind it. The media just don't hit it up either as much either as much as they like ours. You it's know, more like domestic, like uh, like in Shawshank Redemption, like somebody yeah. cheated on my wife or something. Like, you know, basically, it's just like yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it's you not know? no crazy like jealousy shit was going maybe on. Like, so, maybe, you think maybe shoot up the also, school? It also <laughs> comes from like like I said, the mindset, dude, and and like the like really paying attention to your surroundings. I mean, we were all put as a minority in a position to hate each other. Yeah. You know, because we were all put in a position to fail. Yeah. So it's, it's it's extra hard to succeed, you know, and, and being the fact that that happens, you know, that starts, like, breaking up people where we need to come together as one, but it starts breaking you up, you know, and, and starts the gangs and all that, and then one gang member ended up making it. The other gang like, oh fuck this dude. Like yeah. he's from the same block we came from, dude. And it's that like it's 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 just I mean yeah, it's something, it. yeah, it's just something I mean like people just gotta get over get over it. And and be grateful for like what they have. Like some people who do the jealousy shit, dude, it pisses me off and I'll be like, damn bro, like yeah. a plant probably would have lived a better life. Like you feel me? Like dead ass, dude. I'd be like, a plant probably would have done better, bro. You feel me? If it had your like your lifespan and, 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 like, your body and everything. You feel me? Probably would have done better, bro. Like, you really just waste your shit, dude. So, I mean... Yeah, on some bullshit. And it's just, like, you don't really have a passion for anything. Like, nothing. You don't like, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something every, like that. Like, anything. Do. Everybody do because I feel like everybody was a kid. Yeah, everybody was Everybody a kid. had... You, you developed some unless... I mean... Besides, I mean, kids who had tough, tough, tough kid childhoods. I mean, I can't really speak for them. You feel me? Because I mean, I had a tough childhood, but it's it's people that always have the worse than you. You know, so I really can't speak for them. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you're still gonna growing up. You're gonna know of the truth. It's gonna right right from wrong. It's gonna come. You know, everybody's gonna know. And with that being said, you know the truth of everything. You know the truth. As long as you know right from wrong, you know the truth of every goddamn thing. You feel me? What you need to do. So the fact that you chose jealousy, that's just straight. I mean, as soon as you see, as soon as like a jealousy thing happened, you feel me? Because don't get me wrong, bro. It's been times where I felt jealous of what's the names in my life, you know? You can be envious. That's all yeah, internal. You know? Jealousy is like the act where you have to do the absolute most. Like you're putting yeah, out yeah, rumors, trying to fight somebody's character, trying to do anything to compete no, with somebody never, without competing with, it, it like, never, you know? Yeah, it never got that deep. Okay, well, envious, yeah. And yeah. I mean, you automatically get that feeling, like, yeah. in your chest. That shit sucks, dude. Yeah, that but, shit sucks. So for you to just be having a good day, smoking with your boys, and then you come around, oh, fuck this nigga, bro. Like, like come on, like, who puts that energy? That's what I'm saying. With you not being able to do it, and me not, I would never be able to understand that either, dude. Like, I guess we we probably have to talk to somebody that actually does that shit, dude, to understand, probably understand their point of view from it. Because me personally, man, like, I, I have my own shit going on. You know, and I'm not saying that I'm not worried about your life and yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, I'm caring, but I feel like I got my own shit going on that I need to figure out. We don't know when we're going to die, dude. You feel me? So I feel like I need to do as much as I can because if I drop right now, I'm going to have to sit here and beat my mental up so bad and make it seem like I was happy with what, I just, what, I, what I've accomplished. You feel me? When deep down, I know I'm not. 
You feel me? So I gotta go ahead and like one accept shit. You feel me? You feel me? And that that starts with a lot, like you said, having a lot of gratitude. You know, starts with a lot, accepting the reality that you live in. You know, and making it making it better. You know. So with that being said, that's a lot of work. That is a lot of work, and with that, all that work, you would be worrying about your damn self. So you wouldn't jealousy wouldn't even happen. Yeah, but regardless of work, everything starts habitually and everything. And so it's just I feel like a lot of it comes down to maturity too, like toxicity. If you're immature in yourself and everything, you can't really process other people doing better or whatever, and that hurts you and everything. You know, it's like what's considered better? Like it's all relative. And everything you don't know what people had to go through to get what they got in life some people might have been homeless for like five years maybe works something good might happen to them and now they live in a mansion you know it's just like you know why even like sweat that why would you even let that sit and you're saying those are the people that never become successful which is scary because they, they never find any sense of happiness in themselves which means that they have to take your life away because now they like build like an emotional connection with you where it's like their self-worth is only like measured by how much better they're doing better than you that's and bad. then they just can't they just can't do that and it's just like you know that's why even on this podcast i talk about like we need to really make counseling and stuff a little bit more available to people right. but maybe people just haven't right. had some things in their lives um you know i don't want to say manage but like i don't want to say fix but like manage it to the point where it's like they don't become like a danger to other people you know, and that could be on any sense of the spectrum, whether it's mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical health. You know what I'm saying? It's just good to just focus on yourself because then you realize when you invest more into yourself, you can get more out of it compared to just focusing on what other people are right, doing. Right, I mean, yeah. then you'll be able to, like, have a better, like, I want to say uh, explanation on certain things that other people come to you about. You know, yeah, for a fact that if you came to me about a situation that you're going through that you, I went through, I'll tell you what I went through and how I viewed it, you know, and uh, from my, from there, I would tell you, yeah, I felt like I benefited from that, from doing this, but at the end of the day, who you are and what you've been through and everything, you have to add that up and think about like what you're going to do. So you probably have to go a different way than I have to, you know, so with you being yourself, you feel me you will be able to, i feel like you'll be able to like help more as well you know so i mean yeah no seriously man it's just like you know like with this music thing it can be very therapeutic to go through that and then some people don't have like any sense of therapy or any like way to direct any of that negative energy you know like when i'm feeling frustrated or whatever i like going out for runs like a little jog it's not like a huge huge thing but just when i put music on and i run and it's just me like it's just feel like it's just me and god i think back on my life past events where i'm at now what i'm grateful for how can i be better what might be coming my way and everything so like that's where my mind goes on run so it's just I do it often. Some people can do the same thing when they're going to Planet Fitness or Fitness Connection too. It's just like, you know, but when your mind goes to autopilot when you're doing something like productive, it's just like, that's like the one of the best times to really like, really grow like self-reflect and everything. And so that's just, that's, that's what I take time with and everything. Some people just don't do that. And, you know, or some people are very, very much on a follower type mindset where it's like whatever somebody said, they got to fall behind it not knowing like what their mental situation that's is. Exactly a great way to yeah. And, it, and then it's it's just like some people are just built like that you know it's just like for me i'm not one that just kind of like clocks in with the group or whatever i'm just me you know like as you said you know you're just being yourself and everything some people just don't like that because they're not themselves they have to follow they have to come into like this whole circle of like nobody's these sheeple uh, these lemmings or whatever and then it's just like you know that's all they know and then they step into the real world they realize none of them really gave a fuck about them anyway and that's I, feel like, I feel like with with like us knowing that it's our job to try to help them. 
you know, as the best way we can, you know, like I said, um, if we were, if it wasn't like, yeah, we can, we can do our own thing, but you can also like, I mean, you get kids, you gotta help your kids. I mean, you help people in life, you know? So, I mean, with, with us knowing of things, it's a right and a wrong now. You can sit there and watch that person let themselves become an ass, or you can try to talk to them, you know? Understand it there and try to guide them, you know? And I mean, like, just like they say, um, we, we, we sin a lot, you know? And then we sit there and be like, yo, thank you, God, for forgiving me for nothing. I won't do this. And then three days later, you ask for forgiveness for the same thing. You know, you got to put that same time in with helping somebody. You know they gonna fuck up, dude. I mean, they're not perfect, you know. But you gotta put that same patience and everything within helping them, you know. So I mean, like I said, with us knowing, I feel like it's our job to help, and that's what I also do with my music. You know, I try to spread that message of be yourself. You know, and with you being on being yourself, that you'll focus on a lot, and you will start helping other people with your passion because just like you with a passion and how passionate you is about it, it was inspire somebody. Like like you ever seen somebody sing so good that somebody start crying? Yeah. It's like 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 that like you're so good and passionate at it that it's making them like feel your passion for for your own shit, dude. And they like, damn, dude. Like next thing you know, they go home, find out they can sing too as well. You know, that's what I'm saying. So you actually help that person, you know. So that's basically what is what, what I feel like. That's the goal right there. Yeah, spiritual energy ain't nothing to joke about, man. Like for like my influences, like with, uh, Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac being the main two pillars of what really got me into music. It all started with me like downloading like uh, this two of Tupac's greatest hits to my MP3 player because it's like literally I had an MP3 player. And I'm like, oh wow, I got an MP3 player. I didn't know how to put the download the music right. from online to my phone, so that was the only way I could get music on. That was all I would listen to for like months at a time and everything. And then it's just like the, just the new dimensions Tupac brought because I thought music was just like more like a party thing, like with Fat yeah, Joe, right. Lean Back, or like Ludacris, like Move. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, old school yeah. party music and everything. The 70s music. Like just made it seem like it was just straight jump up and get down. Like it was party music until you actually heard like some actual like pain dimensions you know? to it and everything. Just the pictures he painted with Brenda's got a baby and things like that. But then we'll switch from that to like changes and like you know the song dear he made mama. for his yeah dear mama and everything. You be thinking like wow rappers can really be more than what it. But what really got me into it was like when I see like Notorious B.I.G. and he was dropping all these different songs. Like my mom's favorite rapper was Notorious B.I.G. I didn't even know because like he would play the whole like a one more chance remix and everything, and I would always play on the radio like. My mom always harmonized with that song, and I'm like, that, it's kind of was like a lullaby. But I didn't know who was it by for like the longest minute until I saw this person. It was like a darker skin, heavier set person, and I'm a darker skin, heavier set person as a kid. So it's like he was very vital. It's like I needed that, like that image, that role model that you can be right, more than that. You can be, you can be confident. With, with, with that. You can yeah, be charismatic. You can exactly. be someone of great importance. I got that, and that's what really pushed me. Like, okay, I not said, oh, I can do it. But it's like, you know, what really got me into this rap situation was really just like it basically got me through the hardest time. So it's like hardest times of my life where it's like really practically saved my life. So it's really just a matter of just giving back to the universe when I try to put my music out there, try to do whatever I can for like really, you know, just pretty much thanking the universe and thanking God for like giving me this this medium. So it's like just giving back in a sense that some people just don't understand that. They think they want to you want to do it for cloud. You want to do it for this. And then it's just like it's not nothing. All that stuff go it's here today and then gone tomorrow where it's like the art the uh, hard work aspect you invest that's, that's timeless and people don't get that you know that's a fact now that's a fact I mean like I said it just goes back to what I'm what I say uh, 
being original, being yourself, dude, you're going to always inspire people, bro. I mean, regardless if it's uh, two people to um, a thousand or to a billion people, you're going to always inspire people, bro, you know, so that's even if it's just your image, like B, like Notorious B.I.G., you know, you his image inspired you to look into him, you know, you can, you can look a certain way, have a certain feature, bro, you feel me, like Lizzo, Lizzo, you know, Lizzo, you don't even, I guarantee you, a lot of, a lot of, like, females around her caliber, you know, don't even know some of her music, but loves her, you know, just because of what she stands for and her image, you know, so that goes a long way as well, it's just, and that also comes with you inspiring with your music, but you don't even know that you're inspiring the world with your image, you know, that comes with being true to yourself, bro. Nothing but, yeah, it's going to always be ups and downs in life. But stay true to yourself and make the decisions that you, like, need to make, you know, so. Yeah, man, no, see, that's just the beauty of, like, music and hip-hop uh, in general because it takes so many forms over, like, the generation. So it's just, like, you know, it's just like whether your influences carry on through you. Might as well, I fo- almost forgot to ask you, what are your influences to this music thing? Because I know you, you're original in yourself, but like, you, I know you got some influences. Yeah, so. um, like I tell everybody, it's, uh, it'll be Drake, of course, XXXTentacion. Definitely see that. All 90s music. Um, and Rihanna. Okay, okay, Rihanna. That's a new one. I ain't heard like Rihanna, like a rap artist, Rihanna. But I can see why. Rihanna hard, most definitely. I mean, you can't can't sleep on the talent, bro. You feel me? She's talented. I mean, a lot of people would be like, nah, nah, nah. Rihanna hard. So yeah, most definitely. Uh, hey, yeah, hey, I know Rihanna hard. I ain't trying to like this. Come on, she ain't dropped a project in six years. She dropped yeah, a song. The whole world like went that. crazy. Yeah, still like, feel like that. that. You feel me? Didn't even drop nothing in six years and hopped to something else and it sold just like if she would have dropped the project. You know, that's that's power, bro. And, and I mean, that's inspirational as well to a lot of people, you know, even people that was already famous who, who didn't have like who, who felt like their music or whatever they was doing wasn't working. So they was like, all right, let me hop inside here. Maybe that inspired me. I guarantee you when she drops, she dropped a body of work. As much as she took time out to like go through life and experience new things, and doing the whole Fenty man, thing, where she's a businesswoman too, she so gonna, she gonna she probably gonna bring it back, bro. Rihanna probably gonna be the one to bring it back, like far as in the females, like yeah. like R and B, yeah, R and B and everything, like yeah. She probably be the one to bring it back, no cap. No, yeah, she definitely could have that power because it all starts to like the I mean, way she's yeah. not bring it back because nothing never goes back, but like change it you know back to where where you mix the old with the new right now it's just straight new you know put the old with the new and and like have a different feel to it you like oh shit like it feel old bro like to where like me and my dad could yeah she she can set it off she can definitely set it off for generations you know everything uh you know the 2020s it literally we're still at the beginning part of the 2020s so there's still like we got eight more years left in this decade for things really to really define what this decade was because you don't really define a decade until maybe like around the closing parts of it you know like and then you can look back like oh wow like all that stuff happened which is like i know it's kind of ghetto right now but it's like i just i just feel like Every decade has this sense of like, you know, uh, this sense of urgency and this craziness, you know, in the 90s, a uh, war on drugs. Okay, you got the rap, um, hip hop, you know, gangster rap stuff that was going on then. Artists starting to die. And I was like, you know, in this decade, you know, so many artists died where it's just like, well, you know, on to the next one, you know, PMB rock and then like a Juice World or before that. Like and then, also, why it's uh so quick to forget them like may they so rest in peace and uh, respect to their families but the message mm. your your message gotta be something you remember yeah. if you sound too much similar like to the other five people you're not gonna be that first person who started is gonna be remembered yeah but 
you're not gonna be remembered, bro. Like, like you can think about a lot of mumble rappers who passed away, bro. But if you, if Chief Keef or the Meek or like some like Take Off or yeah. Quavo, one of them passed yeah. away, you'd be like, as far as the mumble rap, oh nah, that'll be the first ones you think of. Yeah, you know, because that's when you originate something, you know. So you gotta understand that as well, or like the respect to them, you know. But it was like also like, yo, the message you put on the people, you gotta leave a stamp. Why you go? They say that, bro. You gotta leave a stamp before you go. Yeah. Your stamp mustn't. It must not been that 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 hard, do You feel me? Like that's what I'm saying. But yeah, that's yeah. that's another reason why it's like so easy to forget people as well nowadays. Because they know? fall in line with the crowd, and so it's hard to pick out someone from the crowd and everything. Oh, another person died from the same damn thing that the other person just died from. It's, it started yeah. to be getting started to become common, bro. Even though like it's like it's it still is like damn, bro. That's a life, bro. Like damn, my nigga. Like we just like oh well. Because it's just too common now, you know? It's, it's in like, your face now with the like social the media thing. thing. It's like the only thing people dying from now. Yeah, it's you like drug, it's drug abuse or getting shot. Either one of those two and everything. That's yeah. a fact. So, I mean, that's, that's basically what it is right there, man. Yeah, it's either the sense of jealousy or self-destruction on that, which I feel like it's a whole lot. Of th- uh, the main two things that are, like, literally poisoning music and rap and hip-hop especially is, like, uh, the jealousy and the self-destruction aspect of us not really finding ways to manage our mental health, like, more... Uh, more um, uh, productively and uh, on the other side it's just like you know not really managing our emotional health a little bit more uh, consistently and productively on that matter to where it's just like people really were willing to take a life over like cause like they, they'll say like oh they try to rob X so it's like come on you can rob anybody you're gonna shoot X in the face and take a bag and everything yeah, like, like really like come on big enough to sit there and signify that he like that was a not a cash that he had on him you know the bag was just a little you know, so it wasn't even something to be like, okay, he had like a hundred, two hundred thousand in there. Like, they probably had Jolly Ranchers and that shit. They would have been pissed off. No, like, what the Pokemon fuck? cards and shit, bro. No one X, bro. You feel me? Like, yeah. but yeah. No, it's, just, it's just things like that just kind of irritate me because it's always like it's just other niggas trying to kill other niggas so it's just like you know like what's the point y'all can't go rob like freaking I don't even know like, I mean I, I mean I don't which promote make that yeah I don't promote I don't promote that or whatnot but I be like dude like it, it's just He's so smarter. much cons- like so much in our community like dude it be other like like ride around with the Bentleys and the, and the BMWs. Y'all don't be like, well, he got money. Like, yeah, you'd rather go look at the guy who just came up from the struggle yeah, and go rob instead of the business executive who's driving off inside the BMW and the Bentley. I'm not, like, telling anybody to go rob not, the business executive, of course. But I'm just saying, like, bro, it's just, like, really? And X was in Florida so at the that time, also, right? So that also shows yeah. that it's jealousy that plays a part of it. Yeah, you got to move out of your hometown, bro. I'm starting to see oh, yeah, it. I'm out of here. Yeah, got to get out of here. I'm out of here. Once one, well, I mean, shit, probably. No, nah, I'm not even going to say probably before. It's, you feel me? I'm just, definitely. There's just too I many mean, people you grew up with that are just feeling, that would feel some type of way if something wonderful was happening to you and they realize they have no access to you. And it's just like, you know, it's just, crazy. it makes them snap. So it's just, it's just sad, but that's just the reality how it is, you know? Yeah, I have to stay away from that. No, no, definitely, man. But it's just like, but I feel like with your music, you know, what you do with your music and everything from what I'm hearing, every, I feel you could take it a whole lot further and stuff of that nature. I know you got a management team and everything. Um, I know about these people on Instagram. And I tell every artist every time. And now it's like, I think it's like, you know, like it's just tradition now on this podcast. There's a page called Crowd Freak, and they got a distribution service called Distro Freak. And you can drop your music through Distro Freak and everything. It will be on 
every platform. Um, but in this case, they can actually review your music and actually give you an offer to actually perform at a festival and everything. It could be at 420 Fest, uh, Backwoods and Bonfires, um, Scary Hours, which is like the Halloween theme one that just passed, um, and just stuff of that nature. Yeah, 420 Fest, you can, you can brush shoulders with Currency or Wiz Khalifa or something like that. And the cool thing is it gives you experience on that hand to open up for like play people like Rod Wave or the baby. They can give you like opportunities like that too. And the cool thing about it is like they'll fly you out and give you your hotel also. Just something to consider and everything. So it's just like, you know, really they're starting to grow. Like right now they got like 50K followers deep now. So it's, I feel they're more likely to help a lot of uh, artists. They're very responsive to. I'm trying to get one of their artists on um, on the podcast through Zoom eventually. So, so I could be able to go into detail from his perspective what it's helped him with. But it's like definitely something to check out with. I was sending the information for sure on that time. I try to send everybody it because like, I'm going to tap in with these people next year too. And I just want to be sure other artists that I'm talking to or wise enough to these people also because you know like I'm, i don't got a mindset where it's like okay like i'm a abundant mindset i don't it, it's really just more about me competing with myself but if like i'm so like deep with this whole music thing hip-hop we're just a part of it so if there's any artist that is actually working hard too you know i want to see them grow and get better also like it's not just about me it's all of us to work better and everything that's why i do this podcast thing link up with people network get to pick out their brand on some matters and though maybe we could be able to tap in when there's opportunity also so it's just like you know like you know so it's just stuff of that nature to consider when you have the time um okay i know you're 27 right now but where do you see yourself in five years with this music thing um 32 by the way i'm trying to five years um still be running dude i mean still at the top dude still making hits um you know, more knowledgeable of the things that comes with the bu- the business side of the music industry. Um, probably have, uh, not probably have my own team, hopefully my own label uh, by then. Um, helping out other individuals, you know, um, and, you know, just being a great person to, you know, my loved ones, basically, and the other people in the love, na- the love nation, you feel me, most definitely. Most definitely. I feel you can definitely get that situated for sure, man, because it's just like, you know, like considering like where you're coming from, from like putting positivity in the music in regards to mental health, your depression and stuff of that nature. That's all positive aspects. Some people just get into this thing for clout or just like, oh, look how much money I got. Oh, look, I got bitches. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like the other 10 rappers did and everything. Like y'all got the same bitches. Like right, right. It's just your turn, like whatever. <laughs> like, um, but it's like to really have a purpose with this thing and like to putting your principles like before your passions because that's i feel like that's where a lot of like the issues come from when people don't put like their their principles above their passions like loyalty being authentic being consistent working hard it's just like when they don't do things like that that's where all the jealousy and all the dysfunctions comes from because you were so stuck on your emotions how you feel about something you never really take the due diligence of self-reflect and say oh what can i do to improve what can i do to like understanding can this inspire me you know, other people work hard. It can inspire you to work hard also, depending on where your mindset is. But if you, right. if you get jealous and everything, that's on you. That's a you problem, not that problem. Right. But they try to make it your problem. And that's the sad thing about it and stuff of that nature. Um, but um, 
from what I am seeing, okay, we're getting pretty close to the hour mark and everything, but it's like, it's, it's all good. It's like, I got a good two minutes and everything. Um, in closing, uh, for uh, this episode of the Mental Threats Podcast, do you have any uh, other uh, quotes you want to let people know before we go off and everything? Um, uh, what I really want to just let everybody know, I mean, like I say, it's in every last podcast, every last interview, because I mean, it's really, is really something that's, that's not happening in this world. That's a bad, it's a problem in this world. Just love yourself. You feel me? And with that, with that comes, take time out to get away from distractions, like put the phone down. You know, that's one of the biggest damn distractions nowadays is the phone, dude. Like I watched one day, dude, we, um, I got off the, I watched, I watched some kids when I got, I got off work, they were getting off the bus and every last child got off the bus like this with their hand down on their phone. Damn, I mean, nobody talking to anything. Then I thought about when we used to get off the bus, talking to our friends, yelling to our friends on the back of the bus, I see you tomorrow. Just joking. I'm like, bro, the world is just changing, bro. You feel me? It's like, we're, we're, we're less getting into in tune with each other, bro. You feel me? So like love the love yourself and that'll cause you to love the people around you the right way. Not for what they have or anything, but most definitely, like, push love. But at the same though, like, even I'm recording this whole podcast off a of phone and everything, and I could put messages out there and stuff of that nature. And, you know, I'm just saying there's positives to this whole phone thing and the social media thing. Um, but it's really, it's really just a matter of just managing past all the negatives and everything. The world is different. The world is changing. Um, whether it's for the better or for the worse, it just depends on how you look at it. There's always going to be issues within each generation and each. I feel like for our generation, we're kind of stuck in between, like, really, like, trying to clean up the messes from the past generation because that's where a lot of this depression and shit comes from from. it's like a lot of these people not giving a damn about really like monitoring their children and their development or their environment um and then we just have to really have to pick up the pieces from there which is all fine that's just i feel like we're the pick up the pieces generation pride i think it went from like pride from our parents generation to depression from our generation to like anger to the younger like it's like usually that's usually the steps dude if you're prideful feel me your pride get hurt you get sad yeah and if it continues you get mad so that's exactly how it's like it's like that's how it's going that is the that's like the first time i heard it put like that now that i think about it i'm like oh my god it's kind of like that in a sad sense but i feel like i feel like it can get better i feel like just like just like you can get better if you're going through it you can get better but the only way you can get better is by knowing what you knowing yourself knowing what gets you better or having them people around you to get you there you feel me but it's still at the end of the day once they go on you have to be able to do it yourself you know so yeah that's basically what it is man Oh yeah, no, for real, man. All right, so we're pretty much past the hour. Uh, uh, notice stuff of that nature. Just want to check in. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say before we go off on the middle thirds? Hybrid EP, man, out. Lock in. We going crazy. We going crazy. Yeah, they're definitely going crazy. This shit is not something you should sleep on, man. Slip on your pillow, not this nigga's mixtape. All right, that's it for episode 126 of the Mental Threats podcast. We're sewing in, now we're sewing out. Peace out.